Earth Overshoot Day is now August 1st, and that's not good. That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. Tensions may be increasing among Turkey, Syria, and Iraq over water. A Saudi newspaper reports that when the current wars in the region end, the dispute over the two major river basins in the area will become politically volatile and may use water as a weapon. Both rivers originate in Turkey. The Euphrates flows south into Syria and the Tigris into Iraq. Management of the rivers has been regionally contested for about 50 years. Tensions are rising now because Turkey is going ahead with a long-planned major project to build 22 dams and 19 power plants that could cut the water flows by as much as half, according to Newsweek. Recent drought and shortages sparked protests in Syria, which in part led to the country's civil war. There's also been recent protests in Iraq and Iran over water. Turkey, under its leader Recep Tayyip Erdogan, has maintained its dominance over the two rivers in the absence of any cohesive Iraqi and Syrian strategy. Al Jazeera reported last month that the Turkish ambassador to Iraq said the Tigris will flow without interruption. Nevertheless, the amount of water in Iraq's rivers has fallen by at least 40 percent in recent decades. Well, the likelihood of either war-weary Iraq or Syria engaging in armed conflict over water is low, the suffering of people in the two increases as does the possibility of water being used as a political weapon by Turkey and as a cause of instability in its two neighbors. The Los Angeles Department of Water and Power is proposing a plan to reuse water that flows on the Colorado River through Hoover Dam as a giant battery of sorts. The New York Times reports that the agency would build a pipeline downstream of the dam at a cost of $3 billion that would take water out of the river and pump it back up to Lake Mead where it would be used again to turn Hoover Dam's turbines to generate power. The system would use solar and wind energy exclusively to pump the water back up to the reservoir where it would be stored. Solar and wind farms sometimes produce more electricity than consumers need. Using that excess to pump the water back into the reservoir seems like a way to harness renewable energy that present technology has no method to store in, say, a giant lithium battery. But there are some issues. For example, people in cities downstream in Arizona and Nevada worry about lowering the flow of the Colorado River if Los Angeles wants to take more out and pump it back up. Environmentalists that the project could impair the already meager water flow into the mostly dry river delta that no longer connects to the Sea of Cortez in Mexico. Still, Los Angeles Mayor Gil Garcetti said that there's no bigger battery in their system than Hoover Dam. Of all the places touched by humans on our planet, the oceans seem to be the least affected. However, a new study concludes that only a little more than 13% of them can truly be considered as wilderness. Most oceans still considered pristine are in the Arctic and Antarctic, or around remote Pacific islands. Those untouched areas are becoming increasingly rare as fishing and shipping fleets expand their reach. The study done by the University of California at Santa Barbara and the University of Queensland says that most remaining marine wilderness is vulnerable to being lost because it's unprotected. If not conserved, those wild areas containing a diversity of species will disappear within 50 years. One of the authors noted that just knowing wilderness exists provides
provides value to people even if they never visit. And while humanity encroaches on wild areas of the ocean, we are also consuming the planet's resources in increasingly destructive amounts. A study shows that we have consumed a year's worth of resources in just 212 days. Earth Overshoot Day marks the date each year when humanity uses more resources than the planet can renew in an entire year. Now Overshoot Date is August 1st, moving up two days. 30 years ago, it was in the middle of October. As explained in Fortune magazine, this means that for the remaining five months of 2018, humanity will be using more natural resources than the Earth can renew. The study, done by the international think tank Global Footprint Network, concludes that to maintain our current appetite, we would need the equivalent of 1.7 Earths. While the current rate of consuming food, fish, minerals, forests, and fossil fuels is not sustainable, the study says it is reversible. For example, replacing 50% of meat consumption with a vegetarian diet would ease the overshoot date by five days. And efficiency improvements in buildings and industry could push back the date by three weeks. But the most gains would come from reducing our carbon footprint, which could have a whopping three-month effect on delaying the date. And finally this week, the phrase surfing the web could take on a whole new meaning because according to a study out this month, much of the infrastructure that supports the internet could be underwater within 15 years. Researchers from the University of Wisconsin-Madison and the University of Oregon found that more than 4,000 miles of fiber optic cables and more than 1,100 node stations across America's coastal cities are at risk from sea level rise within the next two decades, with New York, Miami, and Seattle considered to be the most vulnerable. But the effects wouldn't be confined to those areas. They would ripple across the web, potentially disrupting global communications because the data centers that store equipment and redistribute internet signals are in coastal areas with fluctuating tides. The researchers suggest that rather than trying to reinforce infrastructure, the best long-term solution is to relocate it to higher ground because keeping the ocean at bay would be hard. That burden would largely fall on the networks of CenturyLink, IntelliQuint, and AT&T, whose buried assets are at the highest risk. The authors add that their findings should put both industry and government on notice and serve as a wake-up call. For the rest of us, it would certainly awaken anyone who hasn't been paying attention to the threats posed by climate change if their internet went down. This Week in Water is supported by the American Water Works Association, highlighting the latest cost-effective strategies to manage aging infrastructure at the Water Infrastructure Conference and Expo, October 28th to 31st in Atlanta. Learn more at awwa.org forward slash H2O Infocon.